0: What is the benefit of data orientation? In the last episode, I went over what data orientation is, and now we're going to be talking about its benefits. And By the end of this episode, uh, I think you should have a really good idea of why data orientation is useful as a programming paradigm, programming style, process. I don't know what it is. My name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So data orientation, just a quick recap means programming with data. But I'm going to amend it a little bit, and I'm going to say at all levels. I'm going to cut to the chase. The benefit is freedom. It's freedom to work at the level you want to work at, the level of meaning. Okay, what do I mean by level of meaning? So let's imagine we have some JSON. It's a map. It's got some string keys and some string values. Some of the values are maps as well, and we, you know, there's arrays in there with some numbers. It's a JSON. Now let's go down a layer of meaning. down like, let's uninterpret this. right? We're, we're going down a layer of meaning. At a lower level. This is just characters. We we took some characters and we parsed them into JSON, right? JSON is is really like a syntax for how you represent maps and lists. Uh, sorry, maps and arrays and strings, etc. It's a syntax, so it's really just characters one level down. But characters, if you go down another level, are just bytes. Just a sequence of bytes. That those bytes require interpretation to turn them into characters. Then the characters require interpretation to turn them into JSON. So these are the levels I'm talking about, the levels of meaning. Alright, so we're back at JSON. If we interpret again, we go up another level, we look into the JSON, we see it has information that Makes it pretty clear that this is an HTTP request. It has a URI. It has a a server, uh, you know, host. It's got um, a a request method. You know, stuff like that. It's a, it's an HTTP request. Let's take this HTTP request. Still JSON, right? Let's take this HTTP request, and let's interpret it. Go up a level. And so what you usually do when you interpret an HTTP request, you know one thing you can do is you can route. so you can look at the path and figure out like what is this HTTP request supposed to do. And we see that it is an update to the user settings. The users have settings in our system and this is like a post to like slash user slash settings. So we can interpret this and say, wow, this is a A request to update the user settings. Okay. Now, if we look, if we interpret it again, you know, we're 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 just going up another level of meaning. We're going to see that you look in the in the body, you know, and it's it's a set password. This is trying to change the password of this user. Listen, you know, that's and. Let's let's just stop there. We've got all these levels of meaning I'm gonna count them. One, two, three, four, five, six. So we've gone over six layers of meaning here. This is the benefit of data orientation. That you can move freely, you have the freedom to move up and down the layers. Okay, I'm interpreting. I'm going, get adding meaning. I'm adding meaning. I'm adding meaning, and then I can go back down. So even if I'm at the level, the highest level we got to, which is this is a request to set the user's password, I could still take that and go back down to bytes, right? I could take it and serialize it over the network, right? This is a freedom that we have. If you were hiding the data, you wouldn't have that freedom. You don't know how to go. You'd have to invent a whole API to to move along these levels, these layers of meaning. Okay, so this is the benefit, just the freedom of moving up and down. It's gonna be a quick, quick episode. Uh, let me recap um, data orientation means programming with data at all levels of meaning uh, the benefit is freedom because because you're working with data at all levels moving up and down interpreting you know even even going down is a kind of interpretation right if you say i'm gonna I've got this update user settings request well now let me Treat it again like an HTTP request, and get this header out of it, right? Or let me treat it again like JSON, and I'm gonna just get the keys from it, right? Which is something you can do with JSON with a map, right? You can just get the keys. Okay. Um, I I just want to note also that some of these interpretation levels had a change of type, so when we went from Byte stream or byte array to to string, which is character array. That was a change of type. And then when we went from characters, we parsed those and we turned it into JSON. That was a change of type. But then some didn't have a change of type. So like when we went from uh, JSON to HTTP request, it was still JSON. We didn't like put in a new type. It's the same type. We didn't change it. Now, we're going to get to the details of this in the next episode, but just note note that. Um, right. So let's recap. Uh, we had six levels of meaning there, and we were able to move up and down between them because at any point we could just treat it like JSON and serialize it to a string, and then take that string sender over the network it's going to get turned into bytes into packets you know there's another kind of interpretation you've got there okay in the next episode we're still talking about data orientation but i really want to answer this question uh, of types and whether you can use types with data orientation if you like this episode you should subscribe you should go to lispcast.com/podcast you will find links to Subscribe also to get in touch with me on social media. You'll also find all of the past episodes, uh, including audio, video, and text transcripts of all of them. You know, you can subscribe however you want. If you want the videos, you can subscribe on YouTube. If you want the audio, you can subscribe in iTunes or whatever podcast player you use. Or you can just get the RSS for the text if you like it that way. Um, Awesome. This has been my thought on functional programming. I'm Eric Normand. Thanks for listening and rock on.